Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, let's see here, this is episode 40, the big 40. 40, 40, 40. And if we were a woman, we could start dating 20 year olds now. Yes, we are. The, this is the Cougar episode. This is the Cougars episode, yeah. And uh, yeah, if, if we had anybody in that demographic who was upset, please write us at mediamondayshow at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Anybody, please write you. us. We'd be glad. We'd be glad <laughs> to hear from you. And man, I had a realization the other day that that I could I could legally date women half my age. Almost, you, you legally can almost, yeah. And and isn't the, the the isn't it like half your age plus seven is what's the socially acceptable? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, yeah. I, yeah, it, it knocks out all the college aged people. Yeah, because there's some states that it's kind of icky. <laughs> I think Indiana, the age of consent is like sixteen, something like that. Okay, I, I wasn't going for age of consent. I was just going for yeah, age of reasonableness. Age of reasonableness. Well, then you should probably stick to people older than yourself. Yes, because people my age and younger are not reasonable. That's right. We're very unreasonable people. Anyway, it's a hell of a way to start a podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> we're, we've turned this into a dating podcast. That's what media. Yes. Is, media Monday show. Swipe left. About what's on our face? No, wait. Swipe right is what we want. I, yes. I'm so far out of the. Everybody, swipe right on this podcast. <laughs> so far out of the loop on that that I don't even know which way you're supposed to swipe. You can find us on all your dating apps. Gino covers the grinder. Uh-huh. I, I want to put. <laughs> Just start messaging people, like swipe right on everyone, and then be like, "Listen to our podcast." You... <laughs> oh, you got a Jehovah Witness these people. <laughs> Have you heard the good word about Media Monday Show? Yes. Here's a picture of my dick. Have you heard about my podcast? <laughs> oh, just, they're going to drive me to start knocking on doors, and I've got experience. I can do this. Get to it, Gino. We need foots on the pavement. All right, so let's see here. Let's 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 start the podcast here. Um, All right, let's let's finally get around to it. So yeah, episode forty, which will air. We're we're actually we're recording this early because my family we're going on a vacation. We're heading to Mount Rushmore, and so when this is already posted, we'll be on our way back from Mount Rushmore. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, well, the girls, the the concept's a little abstract. They keep saying that we're going to Washington, which is not incorrect. <laughs> and Sarah keeps calling it Mount Vernon. And so she's just off. Yes. Okay. But yeah, ZZ's, ZZ's aware. And uh, for our one political thing, ZZ's like, is Trump going to be there? No, Trump's not on the mountain. <laughs> um, uh, how far of a trip is that for you? It's a little over five hours. It's not too bad. That's not terrible, no. No, I think you could reasonably do this in a day. I think you can get up real early in the morning, drive out, you can see it, have, you know, lunch and then head back, you know? Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna make it a weekend. Did you say you're camping? No, we, we considered camping, but apparently the KOA there is like the Disneyland of KOAs. Okay. And also just as expensive as the hotels there, and so we're getting a hotel with like bunk beds and stuff. Nice. Okay. 
I won't be sleeping on a bunk bed unless it's a really nice bunk bed. Okay. Do you, okay, so between you and Sarah, who gets the top bunk? Oh, I'm a power bottom. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so we have no information about Fantasy Movie League at this point. Yeah, we don't. We, we actually, we can see everybody's and we can talk about their choices, but we have no numbers or data or anything interesting. We, we can talk, we'll talk about, like, what to take next week. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and if you guys want to see how we did this week, those few that are out there, join the Fantasy Movie League and you can actually see it, so. Yeah. Mini Monday show is the league. And the password is capital G, lowercase e-n-o, Gino. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. That's that's all we got for Fantasy Movie League. That's it, yeah. So we've wrapped that up. We're going to get really a really nice tight 90 on this one. Yeah. I don't know. We don't really talk that much about Fantasy Movie League in the first place normally. Especially since we got so much Marvel to talk about. All the Marvel. Uh, I want to knock out the crap news before we get into the Marvel stuff. Because the Marvel stuff will take a while. Fair enough. So, uh, there were more things I should have put on here, but the first thing I saw was that the Orville has moved to Hulu. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I bet you they got that cheap. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it, it did all right, I think, in the last season. If they, if they restructure, I might be interested, but they they don't know what they want, and therefore they don't know what to show the viewers. So, I've already written that show off. Yeah. I know you have. It's okay. Yeah. And, um, but I think it's interesting that, uh, like I was wondering what they were going to do with that show, uh, since the, the Disney acquisition of Fox, uh, since, like, I guess the, the, it does not include the channel. It does include, yeah, the television things, any of the television series, it, it doesn't actually affect. Uh, in fact, like the CEO or something like that has stayed specifically on to take care of that stuff. Yeah, like the 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 Fox conglomerate like of stuff is now New Fox. That's what they're yeah. calling it. Yeah, because that works so well. Well, with for Coke, Cola. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, I guess they were they were canceling a lot of shows or moving them to different places, and uh, the Orville may, going to Hulu makes sense. Okay. Um, let's see here. They announced today the Regal Unlimited. Uh, didn't we actually talk about it coming the last yeah, episode? Yeah, we talked, we talked about it a couple weeks ago for sure. And... How we're excited. And, yeah, so there, uh, I actually have the page up. Um, so you download a thing. Regal Unlimited is $18 per month, which covers 200 select Regal theaters nationwide. Um, and then if your theater is not one of those theaters, you can pay an additional $3 plus tax per month, which is, includes me. Um, and it Wasn't expands there, up to I thought 400 there were three, theaters. I thought there was three different. There is, there's a Regal Unlimited All Access trademark, which is twenty three fifty per month. Oh, yeah, that access one. to 550 Regal theaters across the nation for one fixed price. Because if you go outside of any of these networks, you are charged an additional fee. Also, you're charged fifty cents for each online reservation you do. Yes, which means I'm that. going to be buying a lot of things in person. Yeah, and I think that's how you did things anyway, right? Yeah, like movie pass and stuff. With movie pass and all that, I, I literally just in Cinemia, I, I went. 
Um, but you also get officially 10% off all food and non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you get no blackout dates. Uh, you can watch as movies as you want anytime. Uh, standard uh, screens, though. If you want to watch the RPX or if you want to watch um, 3D or anything, there's an upcharge. Um you get a free large popcorn and a soft drink on your birthday, which they gave, which they did that for the um, the Regal, Regal Crown, Crown Club. card. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's no special thing. Earn Regal Crown Club credits with every dollar spent using the Regal Unlimited subscription, which is interesting. So does that just cover? Does that cover movies, or does that? Just it cover, probably does not cover movies. Those I bet you it just covers spent. concession. Yeah, that's my um, guess. But yeah, so that's that's everything listed right there. So, uh, are you gonna do it? Probably, because honestly, if you do see if you see two a month, it, it kind of pays for itself. Even at the twenty one dollars, because yeah. it's it's about twelve bucks a movie for me, so twenty four bucks. And I see one to two movies a month right now that I'm paying cash money for, so it makes sense there. And there's a lot of movies that I'd go see if I was, you know. If I didn't actually have to pay for it, like I went and saw John Wick twice because you know reasons, right? And it would have been nice for both of those to have been basically free, right? Not free, but you know, Included. spread out over the charges. Um, um, yeah. So I'm gonna do that, and I got my AMC, and and we'll actually start seeing movies again. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely see more movies. There's a lot of movies coming out that it's just I'm very mad about. And if I have a subscription, I'm definitely going to go see them. Yeah. Um, so, Marvel had their big San Diego Comic Con um, reveal. Uh, what's the panel? Is that the phrase? Yeah, their panel, yeah. And they just kind of laid out everything for phase four. Yeah, they did. They, they announced all of the upcoming movies and some of them are a little surprising. Yeah. Um, well, some of these things are, are movies and some of these are series on, uh, Disney plus. Ah, okay. Fair enough. So like the, we can just kind of go through things here and give our thoughts on it, I guess. Sure. <clears throat> Uh, the first movie to come out is uh, Black Widow on May 1st of 2020. I'd be, I'd be interested in that if it was a rated R thing. I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but I think a nice spy espionage movie in the vein of it would be really cool. But I, I think that it's going to be pretty basic. And I, I bet you they're going to recast Scarlett Johansson. Like it's, it's, you know, it's obviously a prequel thing. It's, uh, it's actually supposed to take place like... Um, like right after the first Avengers movie. Okay, well that's going to be interesting. Yeah, because ScarJo is she's getting kind of old. Not old, old, but I, I guess I don't know. They could they can for Gemini Man they can that's make true. Will Smith actually, look the, all yeah de aging and everything. I saw actually a trailer from that. He's dressed up as the Fresh Prince and he's talking about you know like. If I ever hit it big and get out of Philly, you should definitely go see Gemini Man. <laughs> and it's really, it's really kind of a mindfuck because it really does look like a film straight out of like his Fresh Prince days. So yeah, it's it's weird, and the fact that they're able to do that, yeah, they'll they'll be able to de-age her if they need to. Everything. 
Um, yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm not really excited about a Black Widow movie. I, I think it's really cool. I think it's kind of weird that she didn't have a movie already. I guess I'm, I'm a little thrown off by the fact that they're doing different time, like, it's not consecutive. Mm-hmm. That they're, yeah, they're doing kinda... a movie that's... It's definitely going to make it more difficult to see because then you really have to choose either are you watching them chronologically release or are you talking chronologically timeline-wise. Right. And I've actually considered rewatching all of the Marvel movies um, over the next few, like, next couple weeks and everything. And I'm really, like, decide, trying to decide hard between starting with Iron Man or starting with Captain America. Ah, yes. Because it's... At least it's Captain America ended in the timeline. It's like a giant flashback. Yeah, basically. It's all backstory origin. But anyway, um, so yeah, it really messes up all of that. Because you would see, uh, if you watched it chronologically, you'd go um, Captain America, First Avenger, and then uh, um, Captain Hulk. Marvel. Oh, Marvel, yeah. Yeah, because it takes place in the 90s. And yeah, then you go true. incredible, And then you go Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And, I mean, technically, the very beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy takes place in the 80s. <laughs> but I'm not going to watch the first ten minutes of a movie. Right. There, I, think, I think there was a guy who recut it and uploaded um, illegally mind you, but it was a chronological version where he literally cut and pasted every scene, so it was timeline-wise all the way through. But it was also back when it was only like, you know, 20 hours or something like that, so something very reasonable to watch in one sitting. It is not now. But yeah, it's very very interesting um, of what you should do. Um, I I don't know. I, I think I've watched them chronologically from release. I might watch them timeline-wise. Okay. But I think, Black I think Widow it'll be more interesting like once Black Widow comes out, yeah. But, like... Yeah. It's like, um... um well, and I think, um... Rogue One, or... Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot like that. But also, I think that... We haven't mentioned it yet, but Loki, which comes out in 2021, I bet you it's going to be the alternate timeline. Where it is. It's a series on Disney+. Plus, and, and it yeah, is the so, alternate timeline. And so that's going to be interesting. That messes with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And these are all going to be... Like, they're supposed to... The series are supposed to, like, line up with the movies chronologically. Yeah. So... They're all playing ball. Uh, let's see here. Moving on from Black Widow, the first series is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And that's in fall of 2020. I think that will have to lead up to one of them becoming the new Captain America. Yeah. Because um, in the comic books, both of them were. Gotcha. I, I I mean, from the end of Endgame, it sounded like Falcon was going to. But... Yeah, it's, it really seemed like that, but you, you never know. Right. We'll see how that goes. Um, in November of 2020, we have the movie The Eternals. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know a whole lot about The Eternals... As, uh, no one does. You say no one does? No one does. 
Like that's that's the interesting thing about all of this. Uh, like when Marvel started this, they had C and D list superheroes, right? And it's amazing they've made this work. Like Thor is fine, you know. Um, Ant Man is fine. All this stuff, like all these characters, were like the ones that were left over that nobody wanted to buy the rights to. Right. And another huge. The Guardians of the Galaxy were definitely D list. Like, there's a lot of people out there that really enjoy them. I'm not discounting your fandoms or, you know, enjoying them or anything. But you have to say, if you're ranking, you know, uh, most popular Marvel characters to least popular, before the MCU started, you definitely would never even include the Guardians of the Galaxy in the list. Right. And same thing for the Eternals. Like, they're all, like, godlike beings and stuff. Yeah. And it takes place in space. Like, it's it's within the whole Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so... Kind of thing. Uh, I heard this particular movie actually takes place in New York City. I know, but I'm saying the comic books. They, okay. they all... Like, it's all within the Guardians of the Galaxy, like, realm. It's all, like, space stuff. See, so a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. Yeah. Uh, it stars uh, Angelina Jolie. That works. And Richard Madden, who... Do you know who that is? No. He was, um... Oh, Stark, the... The the one that died, the brother. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay, Rob? Yes. Okay. That's Richard Madden. Uh, it has, okay. uh... There's also, uh, Camille Nanjanami. I always miss... Uh, Nanjiani. Nanjiani, yes. I'm looking yeah. at it here and I can't say it. Yeah. Uh, He's yeah. in it and uh, Summer Hike. Okay, fair. So, it's an interesting cast, I guess. I'm not I'm not really excited to see Angelina Jolie in uh in the MCU. Okay, why not? I don't know. I don't I don't love her. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but everyone else I'm kind of okay with. I kind of thought she gave up acting for the most part to yeah. be more of a producer-director. I don't know. There was there was talk about how like Keanu Reeves wants to be in the MCU and and wanted to be in the Eternals, but I guess uh, that didn't Con- happen. Constantine fights the Eternals sometimes. Okay. I would like that. I, he's, he actually said that uh, if there was ever uh, a character he wanted to return to, it was John Constantine. Huh. And I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Because I actually didn't hate that movie. No, it wasn't bad. I, uh... Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so... I'd be cool for him reprising his role as Constantine. Or, I don't know. I would just like to see... Keanu Reeves in anything I, yeah, I like, MCU. Yeah, I like Keanu Reeves. He is, a, I think, a genuinely good person, and I hope the best for him and everything he does. Which is weird, because he should be hoping that for me. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's, he's breathtaking. <laughs> yes. Um, so, the next after that is uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and the Legend, Legend of, of the Ten Rings. Yeah, which is a... I think it's supposed to be the real Mandarin. Is going to yes, be coming up. that is the the villain of Shang Chi. Yeah, 
And this is the very first Chinese superhero, I think. Okay. Um, think it'll do well China in China? Disappointed. No, China seems to be upset by this. Really? I don't necessarily know why. I didn't click on the link. Okay. But uh, but yeah, so he's a he's a Marvel Chinese character. He's kind of like Iron Fist, like he's Kung Fu master. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this this could be interesting. And then in spring 2021, uh, you got a series WandaVision, which okay. is Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah, I'm surprised it's going to take them that long to bring them back. Yeah, which I wonder if it's it's supposed to be in the timeline. So yeah, I, I wonder it's where Vision comes back. I, I you know what? If it was a romantic comedy, like no action whatsoever, and it leads into. Um, like them, um, in the Infinity like War, Infinity Wars. You know, like it's it's a rom com, <laughs> and you know Steve Rogers is in the background, and you know what are you kids doing in there? Nothing. <laughs> I'd be cool with that. I I really want uh, I want Marvel to do something out off genre from like action superhero, but within universe. Well, it's funny you say that. Because Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be the MCU's first horror film. Yeah, uh, which is supposed to be starring Scarlet Witch as well. Yes. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, they, I, I think there's a lot of buzz about the, the villain being Nightmare. Okay. And he is like the lord of the dream universe, the dreamverse or whatever. Okay. And... Um, so, I mean, it very well could be a genuinely good horror movie. And it's interesting they're introduced, because have you seen, you've seen Spider-Man Far, uh, uh, Far From Home, right? Yes. Um, it's interesting they're continuing on with, uh, the extended universe, or the, the multiverse. But the, the, but the, the, the multiverse isn't real. Well, it's just funny because uh, you know how uh, Mysterio, Quentin Beck, he mentions that he's uh, he's visiting uh, Earth 616 or something like that. Uh Well, that's the one the main timeline happens in all the comic books. And, you know, at the very end of that, it's like it's all made up. It's written by a writer. Okay. And so it's it's just funny because that's the that was Marvel like thumbing at the whole like concept of the multiverse. Because that's supposed to be what the comic books like. They all take place actually in is is universe six six one six. All right, that's funny. And so it's it's funny because they like had that to set it up. It's like oh look at that, and then like later on in the same movie, I'm like oh that's funny, that's funny. So they're not doing multiverse. But with but multiverse of madness, are. yeah, maybe they yeah, are. It seems they are. It seems they are. They're doing weird stuff. Or it could be one of those things where it's like, you know, it's, oh, so it's like a multiverse. No, multiverses aren't real. Well, this seems like a multiverse. It's not a multiverse. Well, let's call it the multiverse. All right, fine. We're calling it the multiverse. You know, I can just see Strange having, like, this conversation where he's trying to explain where they're going. <laughs> and Ant-Man is all like, well, it sounds like you're describing a multiverse. No, multiverses don't exist, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I-, I can see them doing something like that. Uh, so that comes out May 7th of 2021. Mm-hmm. 
And then we've got a couple series. Uh, we've got Loki, which we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the What If series. Are you yeah. familiar with What If? Uh, I'm aware of the comic books. Like, the What If series of comic books. It's like, what if some other people got superpowers? Yeah, that's that's what um, this is. Like, if, uh, if Flash got bitten by the spider, or Mary Jane got bitten by the spider, or, you know, um, or... Or what if uh, what if Captain America would have died instead of Bucky, or you know, just all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, like they're usually like one shot, small series, or just one simple comic book. Yeah, I think they're going to be like individual episodes. Yeah, I think that's very interesting. Um, where they can, because also in the comic books, at one point, uh, Black Widow, uh, she was Thor. Like she was able to wield the hammer. Okay. And the fact that she didn't pick it up in uh, Age of Ultron uh-huh. was kind of a nod to that. Like she actually, if she would have gone over and picked up the hammer, she would have just picked it up. Nice. So that's that's the whole thing. So they could do something like that too. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. And then um, there's a Hawkeye series that's supposed to happen, um, like. During the, what do they call snap, that? Post snap. Yeah. What well, what was the phrase they used during Spider Man to dis- to to describe that five years? Uh, the snap or? No, they called it like the the blip. The blip. Yes, during the blip. Yes. So that's the Hawkeye series is supposed to take place during the blip. During the blip. Yeah. That that makes sense. He obviously was going off and killing a lot of people. Yes. And doing a lot of awful things. We'll see how that goes. I I like the idea of the Hawkeye being a villain again. Because in the comic books, he was a villain for a long, long time. Huh. And then uh, the last movie they listed uh, in their timeline was November 5th, 2021, is Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, which is going to be very interesting. And it has both... Um, now I'm drawing a blank on his name. Chris Hemsworth? Yes, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Yeah, he's returning as Thor. And then it also has and Natalie Portman as she's Thor. returning as, uh, yeah, Jane Foster. No, she's Thor. Yeah, Jane Foster became Thor. Okay, still Thor. Yes, Thor, Thor is a title. Oh, okay. But Thor is Thor's name. Yeah, he, he happens to be named after the title. It's it's weird in a lot of nepotism, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, in, in the thing, like the whole, like he says, uh, whoever be worthy shall have the powers of Thor. Okay. And uh, in the comic books, going way back, um, Thor was actually sent to Earth to be punished. Yeah. And in a very un-PC way, he was being punished by being placed into a person that was in a wheelchair. A okay. Disabled person, and that was his punishment. And until like he was able to get his hammer, and gotcha. get his powers back, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, there was a lot of big hubbub about the comic books about it. You know, Thor's a woman. Thor can't be a woman. Like, oh no, Thor could be a lot of people. But yeah, in the comic books, Jane Foster was Thor for a while. 
There were actually two for Thors. There was a girl Thor and a boy Thor. Um, so Thor, uh, it's being uh, directed by, oh, how do you say this guy's name? Uh, Taika Watiti. Sure. Um, he did Thor, Thor Ragnarok. And I liked Ragnarok a lot. Um, and, uh, he's done a number of other things. Uh, let's see here. He's, he's acted in a number of things. Uh, director. Um, episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, he did, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Okay, maybe... Maybe he hasn't done a whole lot of directing otherwise. Okay. Um, well, in... Go ahead. Uh, well, anyway, in other Marvel news, uh, Valkyrie has been listed as the very first LGBTQ Marvel character. Yeah. Um, because, um, what's her name? Um, Thompson? What's her first name? Um, Emma? No. No? Anyway, the character, the actor who plays Valkyrie, she, she identifies as bisexual. Yes. And so apparently Valkyrie will have a... In the next movie she appears in, she will have a uh, LGBTQ relationship with somebody. Yes, because she's going to be the queen or king. The, the queen of the Asgard. Asgardian. Yes. Um, I don't know. The way I, I heard it, uh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. That's it. Tessa. Um, I it was something like that. Like the way I heard it was that she was king and that she needed to find her queen. Might but, be the way it plays yeah. out. Because uh, I didn't didn't in in game didn't didn't Thor say that the people need their kings? Yes. yes, and you're the king now. And then I think she corrects him. It's like, no, you're the king. <laughs> okay. Uh, but another minor minor. It's not Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's a Marvel property. Blade is being rebooted. Yeah. And it's starring Marisha. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Ali. I, li- I like how I can say his name. Yes. And I can't say... Camille uh, Nanjiani. Yes, Camille Nanjiani. Yes. Yeah, I can't I can't say his name. But anyway, <laughs> I think that's pretty good casting. He's a really good actor. And this is this is also interesting because he was Cottonmouth in the, uh, the Luke Cage series. Yes. So he's playing two Marvel characters. Uh, so... I think they've come out and said that the the Netflix Marvel stuff is no longer canon. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's all been written off, and it didn't actually affect the actual MCU at all. Right. It was affected by it, but it actually didn't right. affect it at all. So yeah, they're they're completely writing it off, um, which is which is interesting. Um, and in Disney Marvel news. Uh, Deadpool and all the other Fox properties, so X-Men and Fantastic Four, are officially moved to Disney. Yeah. 
Um, and Deadpool is not being slated for any future releases, but I, I can I can't see them going too long without striking. I can see a movie coming out in like twenty twenty or something. Right. It's just not um, going to be within the MCU. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Disney will come out with anything rated R in the MCU. Yeah, probably not. Um, but like at the at the end of the San Diego Comic Con panel, apparently they said like they were they were like uh, we don't have time to talk about the the upcoming um, Fantastic Four. So they yeah. they are doing Fantastic Four eventually. Mm-hmm. And they said, or mutants. Yeah. And a lot of people are theorizing that the multiverse of madness is going to lead into a multiverse of that connects uh, Deadpool and the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and brings them all together. Yeah. And I can see that happening. And so that comes out um, in 2021. So it could be 2022 or later when we finally get these movies. Yeah, that's true. But they've obviously got it all slated up. But, um, yeah. That's probably going to be like phase five. Yeah. So many phases. Or they'll start coming off with like phase 4B. 4B. Which is, you know, going to be their multiverse series. Yes. Phases. You have a Marvel movie every month. And then we'll I'm have okay Marvel Unlimited. Yep, I'm, I'm cool with that. By Marvel Unlimited, Disney. I mean they they print unlimited money. It's all, it's all Disney. Yeah, that's true. It's like all of the big box office stuff, from Star Wars to Marvel stuff to the Disney stuff, the yeah. princess stuff, the Pixar stuff. Yeah. And now all the Fox properties they've acquired. Yeah. Like it's it's all Disney. They entertain us. That's true. I saw something like that was like um, somebody's pushing for Disney to buy Activision Blizzard. That would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> all those, all those uh, Warcraft characters becoming Disney princesses. Yes. <laughs> that would be interesting. I don't, know. I don't, I don't see it happening, but I mean, it might. I mean, Disney's all about making money. If they can see a profit being turned by it. I saw somewhere, like, Disney paid $9 billion for Marvel or something like that. Yeah. They, yeah, like eight, nine, something. They've, yeah, they, yeah, eight and they've or nine. Made and they've made, like, yeah. 18 or $19 billion. Yeah. So they've doubled, or they've, they've, you know, they've cut that. They've doubled off what it cost them. Right. And it's still going strong. Like, there's yeah. no sign of it stopping. So. And they did it in, like, ten years. Ten years, yeah, which is also impressive. That's, like, a, a billion dollars a year on top I mean, of... That's, like, that's like you know, nine in-games back-to-back. Yes. Um, oh, in-game finally passed Avatar. It did, yes. And... I mean, if you adjust for inflation and things, then it it didn't, but... Well, I mean, if you adjust for inflation, it's still gone with the wind. Right. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, nobody actually wants to say this, you know, now going on, what is it, 100-year-old movie almost? Right. 
it's 90 years old and it's going to be the top grossing movie for all of time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the way the way theaters act and the way movies are in theaters. There's no way for anything to pass. Yeah, it's different now. It's yeah, it's a different thing. Like Gone with the Wind was in theaters for a decade, making profit for a decade because that was the only way to watch it. And people loved that. They loved the book and they loved the idea that the movies were being made. And it was one of the most expensive movies ever made. And it made gangbusters. Like it just. It kept going and going and going. There's no way any movie in the history of cinema will ever, ever be Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Well... To the point where... To the point where second place is the actual new first. Right. Which is still Avatar. Yes. <laughs> um, do, we, do we have more Marvel or news? More... Anything nah, or nah, we? There's nothing else. Okay. Cover. We'll hit some new releases here. Uh, Netflix has a weird looking series called Wu Assassins. It's I, I okay. I was I was listening to you watch the trailer, and it sounds like the dumbest terminology. <laughs> yeah. And it just it just seems so dense. The, uh, it's like, completely turned me off from it. It's like a, a chef um, gets told he's like, I don't know, a descendant or something of like the monks who fought against the Wu assassins. Fair and enough. so he has to re-pick re- that up and re-pick that up. It, yeah, it's, it's a chosen one story. Yes. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily like chosen one series. Because whether it's, you know, the Sword of Truth or, I don't know, it's just, there's a ton of movies out there, television series out there, where it's like, you know, you're the chosen one, you're the only one that can right. be balanced to the force, and all this and that. It's just, when it's a movie, it's, it's at least you got a plan. When it's a television series, it always gets canceled. Yeah. Always. Every single time. Like, the only time that actually hasn't been the case is, like, the Avatar. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Airbender thing and everything. Like, that's that's the only time where they actually got through with that. And it, it's just every other time. It's always canceled. Every single time. There's a chosen one. As the story gets going and everything, viewership falls and they don't finish it or they rush it. Right. Um, let's see. There's also a Rocco's Modern Life, uh, one-off. I, I'm very surprised by this. I mean, I guess the 90s are hot. Yes. Why not? Why not? But still, Rocco's Modern Life. Ugh. I mean, it's all aimed at kids, you know, in their 20s and 30s now, I guess. Right. I, I personally know two people who've gotten Rocco's Modern Life tattoos Fair, fair enough. Let me guess. <laughs> Becca has a big old back tattoo, right? Yes. Now. Of so, um, Rocco. No, it's the the what's the, Hef- the cow guy? Heifer. Heifer. Oh no, that's right. <laughs> She's got a giant heifer oh. on her back. What was the turtle's name? Norbert. I don't know. I think it was Norbert. That sounds right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm not going to let my kids watch that. 
Filbert. Filbert. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> Filbert Shellbach. Shellbach, yeah. Okay, so th- this this is interesting. I don't know if I'll watch it, but I do know probably a dozen people who will be chomping at the bit to see this. I uh, I don't think I can procure Rocco's Modern Life currently without killing our thing. I'll make a note to do that later. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, Hulu has a uh, series, a 10-episode series, uh, based on the 1994 rom-com Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, I never watched Four Weddings and a Funeral. I didn't um, either. Maybe I'll so, maybe I'll get that and I'll I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah it might be worth watching the movie to see if it's worth watching the series. Just watch dot com. Doop 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 doo. Four weddings. Let's see where we where we can get it from. And a funeral. I mean, does Hulu not have it? No, I mean like the yeah, it's it's on Hulu. Okay, yeah. So I mean they're going to do a television series of it. They better have the movie. Yep. Good point. It's on Hulu and Prime Video. Fair enough. And Epics. Anyway. <laughs> nice. Good for Epics. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe we'll check that out on Hulu. And and then maybe we'll... Yeah, that, I don't see that happening. For you, yeah, at least. Yeah, I've got a lot of the stuff that I'm going to probably watch before that. <laughs> And then there's another into the dark uh, horror thing for back to school called School Spirit. Okay, so they're getting away from holidays and just basically any kind of yearly event. Yeah. Okay. I mean they've they've run out of they've hit like, all the okay. major holidays. They're, they're at a point what? now where because they started with Halloween, right? So they're what what, yeah. what holidays are there between like you know Fourth of July and I mean there's Labor Day. Yeah, and they'll Which probably I be guess... Labor Day one next month. Yeah. I mean, are they going to just remake it? Are they going to do Halloween 2? I don't know. Or are they just, like, good? Like, once they got all the holidays... They may be like, we're done. We're done, and this is it. I don't know. Because I, I could see them coming out with a new one every year, but also I could see them very much being like, no, nah, this covers it. Yeah, either way. Pe- people will make a habit of watching this every year. Um... That's it for your streaming services on traditional TV. Uh, Fox is bringing back uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Well, it's BH 90210. Because why not? Because it's too much trouble to say Beverly Hills. Yep. I mean, you could just say 90210 and everybody just knows. Or at least everybody of a certain age knows. Right. And so... Everybody knows that zip code. So is... Are they bringing back like... Shannon Doherty and uh no I think it's I think it's a whole complete reboot reboot. okay that makes sense and uh uh, yeah everybody knows the the 90210 zip code but do you you know the the zip code for Dawson's Creek no I have no idea 90108 (laughs) oh that's bad yeah I love that joke too soon, man. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing. Um, what is it? It's uh, Tig Notaro. Uh-huh. Uh, does a show where apparently she's very um, unaware of, like, pop culture things. Yeah. And so, like, she does a show where she she interviews people that she has no idea who they are. 
And one of them was uh, James Vanderbeek, and she had to like guess his name and what he was famous for. That sounds really fun. Yeah, I like. <laughs> it was pretty good. I like Tig Notaro. I think she's a fantastic stand-up comedian. Uh, Sarah read her book and said it was really good. So yeah, you should check I, that I'm out. Really cool with that. I need to check that out. What what's that called? Uh, I I don't know. I just Tig saw Notaro's the. I don't know. Tig Notaro interview show. Um, click click. Under a rock. Under a rock, because that's where she's been living. Fair enough. Yep. That sounds that sounds very interesting. Is that on anything in particular? Is it aired already? Uh, it's on Funny or Die, I think. Oh no. <laughs> okay. I don't know if there's but, if there's anyway. more than just the the James Vanderbeek thing or not. Okay, but that sounds really really. But yeah, the now. the little I, eight I, minute bit of James Vanderbeek was great. I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. Okay, so cool. I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, let's see here. And then the CW has a um a game show called Hypnotize Me. Yeah. Hosted by Tay Diggs. Of course it is. And the contestants compete. Uh, simple. Uh, they complete simple tasks after being hypnotized by the show's resident hypnotist. Um, I don't know. This, it should be, I, I, I want to see an episode just to see what it's like. <laughs> no, I just, you know? no. I, I, I love game shows though. Like, uh, I don't know. We yeah. were, we were talking about this last night. How uh, we should just do a spinoff show about yes. game shows. And which we have to spin for which show we're talking about. So we'll have a big old, you know, will. We're going to spin it. You're going to hear. <laughs> And then it's going to be The Price is Right. Yep, every time. Every time, every week, it's going to be The Price is Right. Anyway. But no, we could actually do that. We could have an actual will and we could spin it. And then we could watch like a week of that show or like four or five episodes. Or a documentary about it or something. Right. And we could actually do that. We could, we could do that. We could piece in and have like a little mini game where what pieces get up on the board. <laughs> We could turn this into a tire thing, you know. So if this whole movie thing doesn't yes. work out, if Media Monday show back. flops, yep. <laughs> flops. Fri- Friday night game show. Yes. Uh, all right. So uh, that's that's your uh, TV new releases, um, streaming movies coming. Uh, there's a movie called Otherhood. Otherhood? Otherhood. Like, and I've actually seen a trailer for this. I don't remember where. I don't know if it was... I don't think it was at the theater. I mean, if it's streaming, probably not. It's a Netflix show. I've seen the... uh, I've seen uh, trailers for Netflix movies before theater movies before. Okay. So, maybe, but... I'm try I don't know. It might have just been on TV or something. Um but it's like some mothers who are their kids are like off at college and they don't even get them anything for like Mother's Day, so they they all pack up and go visit their kids. Oh, that could be kind of funny. Is it starring anybody I know? 
Uh, let's see here. Let me find this. It has uh wrong date. Um, Angela Bassett, Patricia Arquette, and Felicity Huffman. Fair enough. Yep. I don't know who the the kids are or anything. But those are the moms. Okay. I, I mean, I'm aware of Angela Bassett. Okay. Uh, Patricia Arquette is... Um, I know her name. Uh, she was the yeah. the medium show. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know Patricia Arquette as well. Yeah, she was in um, what was that? Boyhood. I think that was her most like that was her most recent big movie. Okay. Um, and then uh, and Felicity Huffman, uh, I know that name as well. Um, she's uh, Sopranos. Okay. Isn't she? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. She looks familiar. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So that's that's your streaming movies for the next couple weeks on Netflix. It comes out on the second. Yeah. Okay. And then for theater movies. That'll give you something to watch other than Hobbs and Shaw on the second. I I think Hobbs and Shaw is going to be huge. I think yeah. I think it's going to get underpriced on Fantasy Movie League. I th- they need to split it up, and they're not going to. Yeah. But I think... Like, I mean, Hobbs and Shaw is, like, the only Fast and Furious movie I'm interested in. Okay. Like, I don't really I don't really like the Fast and Furious movies at all. Really? And this is the first one where I saw the trailer. It's like that looks good. Yes, I'm. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. So yeah, I'm. I'm more than likely going to see this in theaters as well. I, I don't, don't think Mike is interested in it. No, it's it's a certain type kind of a movie. You've got to like action movies, and Becca definitely doesn't like the big yeah action movies. You like good movies, and Becca doesn't like good movies. That's also true too. She's asleep now, so good. So we can talk about her. Yeah, all we so want. we can talk about her. Yeah, all she we... likes she likes things like uh, like Avatar, The Last Airbender, and um, I don't know what's another super crap movie. I don't know. Hold on. What's Rotten Tomatoes say? We can look at their bottom list. Uh, we what was we started to watch something the other night. And like Becca was real interested in it, and then then she saw that it had like a seventeen on Rotten Tomatoes, and was all like, "Oh, I guess we won't watch that." And I was like, "Apparently, I'm rubbing off on her or something." <laughs> yeah, like I don't actually ever go by Rotten Tomatoes, really. Um, let's see, uh, Problem Child, Mac and Me, Police Academy, um, Return to the Blue Lagoon, Look Who's Talking <laughs> Now. Bless you. Another one's coming. You're allergic to bad <laughs> Yes. Um, let's see. Ballistics X versus Sever. Um, <laughs> let's see. Super Babies. Baby Geniuses 2. I didn't know there was a Baby Geniuses 2. Apparently there is. I mean, a lot of these ones are uh, seem to be 
a lot of sequels. Um, let's see. Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star, Dark Tide, Thousand Words, The Ridiculous Six, Cabin Fever. Okay. Uh, I know those two. Most of the others I didn't know. But anyway, these are ones, these are all movies with a 0% rating on top Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, let's see here. Also out on the second is the film Loose. Let's see here. A liberal-minded couple, Amy and Peter Edgar, are forced to reconsider their image of their adopted son after they discover he has written an extremely disturbing essay for his class at school. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I don't think that's going to play it, at my local theater. It's I think it's definitely for the people who are interested in Hobbs and Shaw. Right. Like but, nothing's going to compete with Hobbs and Shaw, so No. I mean, the thing is a lot of people are going to go see movies that came out like this week, uh, you know, Lion King. Right. Uh Spider-Man, you know, there's 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 movies for people who are interested in Hobbs and Shaw. And they'll go see that. I think there's like a horror movie coming out that week too and I mean, it's for those people who... It's literally going to be just in theaters that weekend, you know? Yeah. All right, but the so following week... The following week, we've got all sorts of movies. Yeah. We've got Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yeah, when I saw the trailer for this, I thought it was a fan-made trailer. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be like a funny or die kind of a thing. But just the simple fact that this actually exists, it's its kind of amazing and really scary. Like, Dora the Explorer, like, who makes a live-action movie of this? Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to go see it. It's going to make, you know, pretty good money. It's not going to make, you know, Hobbs and Shaw money, but it's definitely <laughs> going to make a fair amount of money. But, yeah, it's just not... <sighs> I just I just wonder why Nickelodeon why. I think Hobbs and Shaw will still be the pick for that coming week, even though there's that, and we've got scary stories to tell in the dark. I don't know. Scary stories to tell in the dark might be, it might be close. We'll see how Hobbs and Shaw does. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the art of racing in the rain. Yeah, all the car nuts and gearheads and all that kind of stuff. They'll really like that. I don't know. It looks pretty, it, it looks it like looks a dog good. movie more than a. Than a racing movie, I guess. Yeah, it looks it looks all right. It looks half decent. And then um, the kitchen. Yeah, it's uh, the Melissa McCarthy movie, and it's I yeah. think like an R R rated thriller, something like that, or drama, thriller yeah, or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's got a pretty good cast. It might be good. Yeah, I like Melissa McCarthy, and she's trying to branch out from you know slapstick comedy. They uh, they show that trailer before a lot of the movies I've seen at my local theater. Oh, but you see, enough. you see different trailers going to Regal than you do from AMC. I'm sure. I'm interested yeah, in I've... like what kind of trailers you've seen lately versus what I've seen. And you're like, I, I don't I remember. Can't think of <laughs> yeah, like, like actually, uh, I was running behind for the last movie I went and saw, um, and so I only got to see part of one trailer. So, and I can't even recall what it was. Okay. Because I was sitting down to talk to my friend, so Yeah, I'm I'm that guy during the trip. Yep. I sometimes will talk, okay? Okay. <laughs> Write me about it. Go ahead and at me. I uh um, but yeah, that's that's all that's coming out for the next two weeks. Yep. 
all of note. So, uh, shall we move into what we're watching? Sure. Alright, I haven't watched a whole lot. Um, I've watched Archer, which I'm really enjoying Archer this season. And they're yeah. they're tying it all together with this season, which is nice. Yeah, when it's all done and everything, I might watch it, but... You should. It's I mean, just, you've watched just, all the other seasons, right? I did. But I'm not... I, I just... Yeah, I'm going to wait until it's done. And then I'll think about it. And then okay. I'll even haul about it. And then I'll think about it a little bit more. And then I'll watch it. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I'm enjoying it, and uh, it looks like the the last two episodes are a two-parter in which they're really tying things together. Um, Fair enough. It had uh, it had Woodhouse, and uh, um, and uh, TV's what's his name, Michael Gray. Okay. Know, you remember that guy in the Archer? Yeah. 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 Like he was he showed up in that episode as well fun um yeah so i mean talking about this makes me want to go back and watch like the first few seasons of archer yeah like i don't know you should watch the season and then and then go watch the other the first few seasons of it yeah probably that's probably (laughs) what i'll do all right um and then and then i watched a bunch of uh game shows but we can what have you watched i mean i watched the game show awake i watched a few more episodes of that Uh uh-huh um, and it's fun. It's, yeah. Um, it's one of those ones that I don't think I necessarily want to compete into it, but it looks like a lot of fun. Like, yeah. It's, it's at least entertaining. Um, I think you could also do a lot of these games drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's one of those things, you can play this at home, and all you have to do is just get drunk. Like, you have to have, like, a six shot of tequila limit, and then you start playing these games. Yeah. You count up, like, as many quarters as you can. Within like twenty minutes or something, you know. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I'll just I'll come up with a drinking game and I'll post it onto our website. Or something. Nice. Like uh, but anyway, I, I've also been watching Blown Away. Yeah, you still um, enjoying that? Uh, yeah, it's just a few of the contestants are just so pretentious. Yeah, and so self-inflated. It's like it's, it's just like they're difficult. It's like they've been blown up, and yeah, it's it's like you take grains of some sort of silicon and you heat <laughs> it up, and then you put air into it and watch it grow. That's that's their personalities. In some you heat cases. it up in your personal glory hole. Yes, personal glory hole. <laughs> Seriously, uh, but it's it's fun. The art is interesting, and um, it's a really cool thing that they do. Um, but yeah, they're just some of them are just so incredibly full of themselves, and it makes me not want to continue watching it. So I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I haven't actually continued to watch it in a while. It's been probably about a week since I watched an episode. Um, let's see. I've also been continuing on with Community, which is the final season, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's not the worst. Right. Uh, it's the one that was airing on Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah, the Yahoo thing. Yeah, and it's it's not the, the it's not the worst. I think the fifth season was definitely one of the better of the latter seasons. Like if you if you count like three, four, and five, or, or four, five, and six, uh, season five was definitely the better 
of those three. Uh, but it's still good. It's still funny. It's still entertaining. We're continuing on with it. Okay. Um, and I've watched two episodes of Good Omens, which is really funny. And really I think good. I think that's how much I've watched as well. I keep wanting to watch more, and Beck and I are watching it together, and we haven't we haven't decided to watch it at the same time. Like things are happening, and I, like more and more of the book is coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And because um, I didn't realize how much I'd forgotten about the books, but it's just so. It's so interesting, and Terry Pratchett is, was such a good writer. Yeah. Like, he was, like, the way that you can, he can intertwine, like, six different storylines, so they keep arcing in and out of each other, making this interesting Celtic knot of storytelling, and it still comes together at the end in a believable way. I mean, it's, you know, it's a funny and improbable way, but it's believable. Right. And it's just, it's just really good, and I've enjoyed it. Da- uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheenan, Sheenan, Michael Sh- the, yeah. uh, the the angel, Sheenan. yeah, Sheenan. Anyway, they're both really good, and they play off of each other very well. Um, I don't know, just all of the characters, all the writing, the dialogue. It's very tight. It's very like if you like any Douglas Adams, Terry Pratchett, or Neil Gaiman stuff, right? You'll enjoy Good Omens. Like it's it's just what it is. Yeah, I I intend to watch more of that whenever I can get around to watching that with Becca. Um, I watched, I'll try not to go on and on about it, but I watched, uh, Spin the Wheel is my, okay. is my game show to talk about this week. <laughs> so when we first talked about it, I was all like, oh, it's, it's produced by Justin Timberlake and it's, it's hosted by Dax Shepard and, and I'm sure it's going to be okay mm-hmm. and it's better than okay. So They've got a giant wheel with money, with money, with monetary values. Money. Uh, I was <laughs> okay. trying to decide between saying monetary value amounts and 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 money. Money. Yes. And I said yes. money. You said money instead. Yes, money. Show me the money. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they, it's got different values on it, and uh, I, I came in four spins in. So I, I'm I'm thinking the first four, you just. You spin it and you answer a question while it's spinning. If you get it right, then you gain that money. If you get it wrong, then you lose that money. You can't go below zero. Okay. Uh, there's 16 spins total. After four spins, it gets interesting. Okay. Uh, so after four spins, they introduce um, uh, family members or people you bring with you or whatever. And hold like, a gun to their head. And there's like four of them. And you pick they they pick one of them to be their their partner for the rest of it, and this person okay. goes and they sit in a booth kind of thing, and they 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 have the option to push a button, and uh, for the next four questions, uh, if they push the button, it doubles the value of the question. But uh, so like uh, if you if you get it wrong, then you lose double the money as well. Okay. So that happens for the next four questions. And then you've got four questions of uh, wheel building. And uh, so they, they'll take like four corners of the wheel. And they'll take out four uh, of, the, of the slots. And they'll make them $1, $10, $100, $1,000. And okay. um, they give you four choices of either uh, 250000 500000 one million, or $2 million. And you answer four questions. The next four questions, you just answer the question, 
and then you spin the wheel and you get what you spin. Okay. Um, but the the questions you you get to choose one of those amounts based on the they give you the beginning of the question, and you get to choose one of those amounts that you're going for. Mm-hmm. And so, say you get the the two million one, and if you get it right, uh, then uh, it takes those four spaces, and you can do either two million on one space, or you can do a million on two spaces, or you can do you can break it up like all four and do five hundred thousand on each one. Okay. Um. And so like to, so you have so many spaces on the wheel that are going to give you however much money. So uh, uh, for a million, it takes up three spaces. Uh, for the five, well, you can spread them out all over four. If you get them right, you spread it all over four. If you if you get them wrong, they turn into um back to zero spaces. Ooh, okay. And then after you've gone through these four questions and spun the wheel and things, then um the last four questions are uh you you answer the question. No, the last four spins. You don't. There's no more questions. That's right. So the last four spins, they they give you a walk away amount, like deal or no deal. Sure, yeah, yeah. It sounds like an amalgamation of a lot of different yeah game shows. So they give you a walk away amount, and uh, the person in the booth decides whether or not you're going to take the walk away amount or take the spin. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, so they, do they do they have no idea like what's on the board. No, they know what's on the board. They even give you a percentage oh. of how much. You're supposed to like your chance of hitting it back to zero. Yeah, and um, and so uh, they they spin the wheel for they can go four spins and then take what they get, or they can walk okay. away with the. So I, I guess technically you can get three back to zeros, and as long as you don't get any negatives. Uh, no. If you get back you to zero, up. then you're done. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say I forgot to mention that part. And then you can hit a million dollars, and then you still get a million dollars. No. Back to zero means you're done. You're done. Okay, fair enough. That that makes sense. That makes sense. So, yeah. But it was it was kind of fun to watch. Okay. There, there was more trivia than I anticipated, so I, yeah. I enjoyed that. And uh, I, I, too, enjoy trivia, so I might actually enjoy this show. So, yeah. Oh. Actually, you're explaining this reminded me of one of the, the the only trailer that I saw at the movie theater. Okay, it it was for Hide and Seek, and I was thinking of you. And it's like Gino is either going to love or hate this concept. I have not seen this. Okay, this woman is married into a family, and the family is like a board game. They're board game billionaires. Like they created a bunch of board games or something. Like okay, that. like it's. Uh, but anyway, it's like so. You being in our family, we are going to play a game, and you have to choose a game. And then the game that she chooses, you know, she draws a card that says hide and seek. And it's like, all right, you go hide. And if we find you before sunset, uh, you lose. And if you, we find you before the sunrise, or if we don't find you by the time the sun rises, then you win. And what they don't tell her is that, you know, they're hunting throughout this big mansion and they're going to kill her. Okay. Like, they, they, they need to sacrifice her. And okay. Yeah, no, this is not a movie I want to see. It's this, It's a horror movie, but it's an interesting concept because they can do so much. Even if all the family members die in this one, they can go back to when they did survive. And it's like, okay, we're playing Operation. Okay, <laughs> we're playing Mousetrap. And they have to build this you know, trap of a house. And they've got to get the person <laughs> into the final location. 
where the trap is finally going to be sprung. You know, it's going to be a real Go- Rube Goldberg-esque thing. Like, they can make a huge series out of this. I mean, the movie's titled, I think, Hide and Seek, but they can literally just spin it off, like Hide and Seek, The Mousetrap. The Mousetrap. <laughs> you, you know? Like, uh, it's, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. Like, it's it's Game Night, the horror movie. All right. No, I'm not in on this. Okay, fair enough. But anyway, that's the one trailer I saw. That's why it stuck with me. And you're talking about all these different things, and it's like, okay, they can make this into a horror movie. <laughs> um, I watched uh, I watched quite a few older movies. Yeah. I finished watching Deadwood, and my recommendation on that is that it doesn't come to a satisfying enough conclusion. So I, I say at the end of season two, just stop watching. Okay. Don't watch the third season. Or if you want to watch the movie and you do want to see the conclusion, watch until the end of the second season and then go straight to the movie. Don't watch the third season. Okay. There's a lot of different side stories that don't get flushed out. Like they only had a limited amount of time. And so they basically cut out a dozen different characters and side plots and interactions to kind of give them a conclusion. Okay. And I just, I don't think it's all worth it. The second season, or the third season, leading into the movie, I, I think you might not know one main character, and that's about it. Okay. And all the rest of the characters are kind of just as rich from the first two seasons, so uh, that's the way I recommend that. Um, I watched another classic western. I watched Wild Wild West. <laughs> Jim West, Rough Rado, Desperado. No, you don't want none of none of this. Six I forgot that was a song. <laughs> yes, that was back when uh, Will Smith would come out with a new song for every movie he was in. Oh, because <laughs> he was known he was known more for being Will Smith or The Fresh Prince than he was an actor. Yeah, and I think he needs to do this for Gemini Man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Like they de-age him and just have him do a music video to the tune of Wild Wild West. To the tune of Wild Wild West. Jim and I, man. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I watched that. and It is not aged well, but I don't know if it's actually aged at all. You're right. Like, I don't know if it was any, I don't know if it was considered any better than what it was. Isn't it kind of steampunky? It's very steampunky, yes. Um, and they obviously were kind of planning on it being more and being like a continuation, and they never got any of that. But it's 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 kind of weird. It's not really a western. It's it's just it's not good. But it's got it's it's got some funny moments. Actually, Kevin Klein was really good. Yeah, a lot of his character stuff is really good, funny stuff, and I'm kind of surprised it was in a relatively kid movie. Like, I remember getting these toys at McDonald's, so it was obviously being advertised, you know. Okay. On that level. Um, let's see. I watched The Brass Teapot. I convinced Sarah to watch that. Okay. And it is really good. It's it's very low rated. I was noticing, like, the Rotten Tomatoes, it's like a 37 or something. Okay. But it's genuinely an original concept, and it's acted pretty well. It's written pretty well. And you don't know where things are going. Like, it's really, it's really surprising. But the, the base concept is um, these, this couple gets uh, this brass teapot, and they find that when they hurt themselves, it gives them money. 
Yeah. But the big the big issue is is that as they become more numb to the pain, it gives them less and less money, and they find that if they mo- emotionally hurt each other, they get a big payout. And that's all I'm going to actually say about it. But it is genuinely an original concept. It's a really good, well done movie. So if you have the access or the means, check out the Brass Teapot. I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I don't I don't remember. It's uh, a lot Juno, about it. or June. Juno or June Temp, uh, Temple or Templeton, like that's the only big actor really in it. Um, like there's the there's the girl from Gilmore Girls, but she's really just a tertiary character. Okay, but anyway, it's it's genuinely a really good movie, and I highly recommend it. Okay. Um. I watched the new Men in Black movie. What'd you think? Uh, About the international Men in Black, which has killed the, the franchise. Yeah, it it was okay. They, they, have, they have officially said they're not going to return to that, that they didn't have a good enough concept. Right. And that's the reason why it flopped. Like, that's, that's the studio statement on that. They'll bring it back in, like, ten years. If that. Probably They'll three reboot or four. It. They will. They'll completely reboot it instead of the soft reboot. I mean, the, I think the general concept wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, it's just the actual, like the who done it, was never that surprising, you know? Right. Um. Yeah, and so, um, it was okay. I liked Chris Hemsworth, and I liked Tessa Thompson. Yeah. I thought they were a good replacement for you know. Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. But it just wasn't quite there. I think I would have liked it actually a little bit more if it was more about Tessa Thompson getting into the Men in Black. Yeah. Like her leading up and more like her first case as opposed to her first world-ending case. Right. You know? Like if it was a little smaller scale. I know always it's supposed to be, we're always saving the world, you know? Right. But the thing is, if it wasn't just... It, if it wasn't as big as what it was, like if they would have just tamed it down and would have quit like hopping from location to location to location. I know it was international. Right. And they were hoping that all of these different locations were going to help their worldwide box office. Yeah. But it just it just wasn't good enough. I really hope this actually causes them to reboot the television series because that was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, who, who owns that? Is it Warner Brothers or? Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. So there's there is the the Warner streaming service coming. I, I suppose they could yeah, put they that could, on. They could what is that? HBO Max. Black that. Yeah, they they could definitely do something like that. Uh, speaking of, I saw like there there were shows that were coming, like new shows that are coming on HBO Max is what they were saying, and like my first thought was like I expected them to be like HBO shows, but they were like not. Not nitty, not gritty, like HBO yeah. shows are. So I was like, that I, I don't know how I feel about all that. Like I feel like that's gonna ruin the HBO brand. I don't know. I, I don't obviously, HBO is trying to branch out. So, well, I feel like HBO doesn't want to, but AT and T wants them to. <laughs> Actually, that's that's probably exactly what it is. This is an AT and T decision, which yeah. you know. Has its pluses and minuses, I guess. Um, let's see here. 
I watched on Netflix the Aziz Ansari uh, right now stand-up special. Okay. How was that? Um, it was interesting. Yeah? Because uh, he, he starts off by, like, addressing the, like, the, the sexual misconduct. Okay, I was going to say, does this that, take place before or after that? No, this is, like, brand new. Okay, okay, fair enough. So he addresses that in his stand-up. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, and, well, he, he takes a very somber moment and talks about it. And, like, the closest he comes to saying I'm sorry is that, like, I'm sorry that she felt that way. Yeah. A season sorry is one of those ones where I'm, I'm a little torn and conflicted. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, like, the whole, um, oh, what's his face? Louis C.K., Right. I'm very much towards like leaning towards the. Uh, I don't really think so, but I can understand it. With him, I lean a little bit towards you know like, ah, uh, but why you know? Because because his whole thing was that you know he'd wear down people until they finally would date him, yeah. And then he'd wear them down even farther until they actually had sex with him. That's and that's so, my mo. I, I know that's a lot of people's actual mo. <laughs> um. And the thing is, a fair amount of these women considered it date rape. While the Louis C.K. thing, I always thought, like, well, he asked, you know. I, I, I'm a big proponent of, you know. Of asking. I mean, if it, it, well, you know, you ask, and if you get a yes, then that means yes, as opposed to a hesitant yes means actually a no. You know? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so he, see, he addresses that. Yeah, and he talks about, um, like, the there's bits about, like, um, about being woke in 2019. Yeah. So, like, like, oh, like the, the whole thing he talked about, like, in the, and, like, the addressing all that is, like, he's like, well, it caused people to talk about this and become more aware of it. And, and for that, I feel like yeah. it was good that it happened or something like that. Yeah, that's, I think that's a pretty good stance to have. And, um... And then, and then he was talking about how, like, um, I, I don't know how people are more aware of things now and how that's good, but it's funny. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's there's a lot like of that. comedians out there who feel as though, oh, everybody's just too sensitive and everything. So that's a good stance to have, you know. But uh, it was it was it was a decent watch, and it's like an hour long, a little over yeah. an hour. See, I don't, I don't think I can get Sarah to watch that. Probably not with me. You know, we we in general like stand up, and we'll watch a lot of it. But I, I don't think I can get her to watch that. Um, she's very much in the camp of like, you know, no, what he did was wrong. Okay, and she was she was hurt by that too because she really liked him. Right. Oh, he addresses like how like uh, before twenty nineteen like. Like things, like were were less woke, and now, like even like Parks and Rec, like there were things that happened in Parks and Rec that, like, if if that role came up now, then he'd be all like, uh, "No, I don't think I'm going to do that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. I don't know. Um, um, what else you got? Let's see. Uh, I watched the Coneheads, which. 
wasn't bad, but it definitely has aged poorly. <laughs> okay. Like it, like it was funny. Uh, Jane Kurt, Jane Curtin, Kurt, what's her name? Um, she was on Third Rock from the Sun, Saturday Live. Curtin. Curtin. Okay, I always forget her last name. Jane Curtin. She's excellent in it. Like her character is just fantastic. Um, and I think it's Alyssa Milano. She's she genuinely ha- gets some pretty good roles or pretty good lines. Chris Farley is Chris Farley in it, and Diane Aykroyd is actually pretty good. It's it's a lot of the supporting cast that doesn't quite age well and just little concepts. Okay, um, but it's still fun. It's a lot of fun things. It's a lot of uh, fun setups. Um, but yeah, I don't know if like if you took my rose tinted glasses off, I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much. Right. Um, but you know. It is what it is. Um, but also, I saw Stuber. Yeah, how was is that? Camille, which is, what's his name, Gino? Uh, Camille Nanjanami. No, not quite. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pronounced David Batista. Oh, okay, David Batista. Yes, and Camille Nanjiani. Okay, yes. And it was funny. I knew it was going to be funny. I, I enjoyed the trailer. I was laughing a lot throughout all of this movie. It was just a lot of really funny movie. A little, little like a real funny movie with a lot of really good setups. Camille Nanjiani is like definitely the humor in it, and David Batista he gets a few good one-liners, but he plays mostly the straight man. Okay, and it's 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 not like the greatest action flick, but it's definitely funny, and. I could I could see them getting a having a Stuber too as well. Stuber like, two. This one, yeah, they they could have Stuber too, like on the seas or something. You know how they always used to do. Like you know, it takes place on like a cruise ship or, you know, on a plane or something along those lines. Okay. But it was it was a lot of fun and it was really funny and there's a few scenes. There's one scene that takes place in the sporting goods store and it had me laughing a lot. And I, I highly recommend Stuber. It's it's a lot of laughs. It's it's really good. Camille Nanjiani just stills every scene, though. He is a fantastic actor. I'm 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 good for him in any kind of comedy movie for sure. Yeah. Uh, did you see The Big Sick? I haven't. I, I the person I saw the movie with, he actually re- recommended Big Sick with me. And it's one of those things that I do need to sit down and watch. Because yeah. it's it's a bit more dramatic, right? It is. Uh, but I've heard a lot of good things. I've heard it from you, and I've heard it from a few other people. So The Big Sick is one of those ones that I think I could probably get Sarah to sit down and watch. Um, and it apparently does a pretty good example of, like, you know, somebody did something bad, and you don't actually have to take them back kind of a thing. Because, like, a lot of times in rom-coms, they'll do something bad, and they just always take them back. Right. And so I heard that it handles it very well. He also plays an Uber driver in that movie. Funny. I, I think it's a spinoff of the whole, like, you know, the... Middle Eastern. Yes. Oh, there's there's a good bit in the Aziz Ansari thing about how um, like his girlfriend is white, but she's, like, Danish. Okay. And so, like, she doesn't quite understand racism. Okay, yeah. 
uh, if you're around nothing but white people, yeah, you wouldn't really get that concept. <laughs> and uh, like they're in New York, and somebody says, "I bet you get a lot of free taxi rides from him." And she's all like, "No, I pay for my own for taxi rides." <laughs> yeah. And um, and like he had to explain to her that because he's brown, that they assume that he drives a taxi. Mm-hmm. And like she thought it meant that, like I don't know, I can't remember. But it was uh, there, there's there's like three or four jokes around all this, and it's it's pretty good. Okay, but yeah, specifically with Camille Nanjiani, I, I think that if these movies were made, you know, fifteen years ago, like before Uber existed, yeah, he, he, he would be just driver. he would just be a taxi driver <laughs> in these. Isn't that you what know. the movie Taxi is about? Uh, Taxi Driver? I don't know. I've actually never seen it. I, I haven't either. But I, yeah. I assume it's not. I, I, I don't think so. Collateral is about that. It's um, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. And it's this idea of just driving a guy around. Like, it's the... It's a more thriller version of this, but yeah, it's it's general same concept. Yeah, it's been done. Yeah, it's been done. It's all. <laughs> but no, Stuber was genuinely funny. Uh, definitely go see it if it if it's at your theater. Just go see. It. You just say that because you took like five of them in Fantasy Movie League. Do it this weekend. <laughs> like, um. What was it? Like, last weekend, I was, like, telling people... They're like... Um, people are like, I'm gonna go see Lion King. I was like, you know, you should go see Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, I think it was genuinely funny. I think a lot of people... The reason why I took it to Fantasy Movie League is because I think some people will actually, like, hear from others. Right. It's yeah. a lot of fun. And I think a few more people are going to go see it this week. So, I, I wanted to go see Stuber. I was gonna go, like, yesterday... Yeah, and, um, and the only showing they had was at like one twenty in the afternoon. And I was at work. Ah, yeah. So that's just not going to work. And they didn't have any more like in the evening because like they were doing like evening release whatever of whatever movies came out this week. I guess uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And so yeah, and then and then I was like, okay, we'll go see it on Friday, and um. They replaced it with Yesterday, which is a movie that's been out for a month. Yeah, I'm, they took it out of my theater. I was going to go see it with Sarah. And now we can't do that. So, I went and saw Yesterday. So, how was Yesterday? Yesterday was pretty good. Uh, how much he, do you want to know he, about it? Are you... Well, is he also a Middle Eastern person? Uh, he's he's in England. So... I don't know he's English, but is he... Yeah, he's like Indian? He's is he of Indian descent? I think so. Is what I'm trying to say. Like I didn't know if like he's Indian, Bangladesh, or just I you know, I don't know a, if he was a black person or other person of color. Uh, but anyway, we just we talked about you know season sorry Camille Nanjiani right, yeah. and now yesterday we'll call this I the brown we, episode. No wait, that's that's oh, wrong. No, that's, <laughs> not, you know, that's not. That's not. We don't want to get flagged for those kind of <laughs> listeners. Uh, um. But I, I don't think I want to know that much about it. Like, okay. I, you could talk about it in general. Like, so, 
Like I know the concept and everything, but I don't know. I don't necessarily want spoilers because I definitely am going to see this with Sarah. Right. So at some point, it felt there was a point in the movie where I was like, "They're not resolving this. When are they going to resolve this?" Okay. And so it felt a little long, but they then it paid off. Fair enough. So it's it's okay. Um. It was a decent movie. I enjoyed the music. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if any reason to go to see it is is just for the music. For the music and Ed Sheeran. It's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of Beatles covers. I mean, yeah, and you Ed can't Sheeran. go wrong with that. Yeah, I, I'm less. I was <laughs> down for it. I would have seen it actually opening weekend. I would have tried to get like a babysitter for Sarah, and then I saw a trailer which was very Ed Sheeran heavy. And I was like, oh, I'm second thought, I'll hold off. <laughs> but, um, like, uh, there's a line where there, like, he first meets Ed Sheeran. And he's, uh, and Ed Sheeran tells him he's funny. He's like, well, funny looking, if anything. And I was like, and you're saying that to Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Who's, yes, a hideous man. Yeah. He, he's, if, you know, the child's play Chucky. Pinocchio his way <laughs> into being a real person. Yeah. Yeah, he is he is a awkward looking British man. And uh yeah, it was, it was decent. Okay, cool. I see why it has done well the last few weeks. Yeah. I, I mean, took this... a few of them just because I, I took a few of them because I was like, well it's in my theater now, so it might be in other theaters. But if it's no longer yeah. in your theater then it's uh. not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Um, but yeah, it's just very interesting because we had, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. We had uh, the uh, Alton, or, uh, Elton John. Uh, Elton John. Uh, Alton Brown musical in, episode. <laughs> the Alton Brown musical. Uh-huh. Uh, we have <laughs> Yesterday and soon coming out, we have, what, Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. And there's another one coming out not too far off that's like a musical biopic kind of a thing too, right? Uh, maybe? I, I, think, I thought there was, but I could be just wrong on that. I don't know. But, but anyway, like the, yeah, so... I keep getting trailers for the, the Bruce Springsteen one. I can't remember... Yeah, Blinded by the Light. Blinded the by the Light, that. yes. Yeah. And, I, it, uh, it should be called Born also, to Run. It's also... <laughs> It's also about brown people in England. Like, they're Middle Eastern people. Oh, are they in England? I, I was having trouble putting together yeah. where... Yeah, it's it's uh, Margaret Thatcher. It takes place in Mar- Margaret Thatcher's Britain. Okay. And so he's a... He's in, I think, Pakistani? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's... I'm pretty sure uh, that's I what I think Pakistani. Got. He's a Pakistani family. And he's in Britain, and he enjoys songs by a guy, from a guy from New Jersey. Yep, I'm I'm kind of interested in that movie, and Becca's not. So I am less interested than any of the others, uh, yeah. to be completely honest. Like, I, but the thing is, I'm not a huge Springsteen fan. Yeah, like I like I like some of his stuff, but it's not like you know, um, it's not like the Beatles. It's not like Elton John. It's not like Queen for sure. You know. Right. Um, you watch anything else? Uh, no, that's 
that's really it for me. Um, okay. Yeah, that, that pretty much covers it. I guess we should wrap it up. We're hit, we're we're ninety one minutes. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, very tight ninety. All right. So uh, yeah, uh, look for us on Facebook, Media Monday yeah. Show, and uh, questions, comments, concerns, uh, complaints, complaints, anything at uh, Media Monday Show at gmail dot com. Yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, Media Monday Show, Fancy Movie League? Yeah. Uh, League is Media Monday Show, and the password is uh, Gino, capital G, lowercase E, and O, Gino. Yep. So, uh, well, I guess we'll see you in two weeks. All right. So, see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.